0: everybody and welcome to episode 96 of the Metal Cell Podcast. This is your host Richie. That was a great track to open up the show. Let me give you some details about who it was. The band is called Paper Tigers and that track was called No Ghosts Walk. And guess what? Yep, yeah, they're from Northern Ireland again. We are blessed with some talent up in Northern Ireland at the moment they are knocking it out of the park so I'll just give you a quick insight into Paper Tigers so no ghosts walk is the third single from them and it finds the band pushing the boundaries of their alternative rock sound exploring new sonic territory and it's the band's most personal song to date. formed in 2018 by Michael Smith with Hayley Norton on vocals and Stephen Hendry on bass 2019 saw paper tigers come out swinging gigging incessantly and releasing a debut single called Gucci smiles which earned them a nomination for the Northern Ireland music prize best single this was followed by their second single called flames which was released at the very beginning of the global pandemic the two songs have over 20,000 streams with accompanying videos hitting over 10,000 views so just a quick insight into the single itself the song is written to reflect the stages of grief and this single marks the last of the initial three songs the band recorded it acts as a bookend to the initial period of paper tigers as they prepare to move forward you can check paper tigers out on facebook instagram and twitter the track to see out the show is also a cracker it's called gone the king and it is by six too late so if you are a descendant of classic rock and grunge Irish band six too late endeavor to create a link from the past with huge guitars bass and drums worthy of being banned in some counties That's a serious statement lads every track comes from the heart expressing personal experiences many of us can identify with according to the lads formed during the 90s grunge era the band played many of Ireland's iconic rock venues under the name lazy male bees (laughs) sharing stages with local and global stars changing their name to six too late in 2011 the band continued to write and record new material a lineup change in 2018 introduced D on vocals and Jason on bass this reignited the six too late flame and with original members Al Kieran and Richie the band got stuck into the massive back catalogue of material while creating a multitude of new songs. So this was recorded live in Camelot Studios, Dublin. Originally due to be recorded in March 2020, Ireland went into full lockdown as we know, and the session had to be cancelled. This gave the band the opportunity to work on the tracks. And once restrictions were lifted, they hit the studio traveling from Dublin, Mead and Westmead for the first time in months. The single that you are going to hear is called Gone With The King as I said and this was one of the first of three tracks to be completed with the team of the track ringing true to how a lot of people were feeling at the time. Plans are in place to return to the studio later in the year to complete the rest of the tracks and be sure to check out 6 Too Late on Facebook, Instagram and give them a like. Okay, so on to the main part of the show, which is the interview with Shawnee Cads, sound engineer, musician, and man. most importantly. Myself and Howard had a mighty crack talking to Shawnee. And here's a fun fact. This is an exclusive because Shawnee don't usually give interviews. I hope you enjoy it. Myself and Howard certainly did. So make sure to subscribe to the Metal Cell Podcast, very important, on YouTube. And if you like the episode, share it with your friends. Take care. <laughs> Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I have my co-host Howard. How are you, man? How are you doing? And Shawnee Cads, all Good the way from Dublin. How are you, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Shawnee, this is your life. Uh, <laughs> Howard has the red book there alongside him. There, he's going to present it to you. There. Oh, yeah, going <laughs> to
1: go through it in detail. Well, that's, the, that's the edit book for all the changes I've had to make to any mixes and stuff. I'd say, is it? <laughs> you know, I love my lists. My Sign,
0: list. Signed by Sir Alex and all, but I've Tipexed that out, so you don't yeah. won't have to worry about that.
2: <laughs> Which so, uh, we taught, we taught Shawnee the value of um, of using lists when uh, making recordings with bands yeah. and uh. I think it's been a it's been an interesting process speaking with Shawnee going through this. Lists and lists and lists and lists. Like, yeah, the, you were the first band that brought up your own
1: board with every song on it and yeah, yeah. Masters, <laughs> chords, drums, room. guitars, everything there. So yeah, yeah. And that this was, is uh,
0: Partalon, yeah?
1: That was Magna Pina.
0: Oh Magna Pina. Mag- oh, okay. Have you recorded yeah, yeah. with Shawnee with Partalon as well? You have, of course.
2: Yeah, we recorded follow follow me to body with Shawnee in two thousand sixteen. Mm. Was the main bank holiday weekend?
0: Plug, plug, plug! Vinyl, yeah. vinyl! Come on, Howard! Come on! I'm setting stuff up for you.
2: <laughs> and here we go. Here's the vinyl version of that recording. Wow. That's with my Shawnee What colour? My, my copy? Is it hard? Let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> Your copy's in the post.
0: Yeah. Drum, drum roll, please. Uh, yeah, pur- purple, pur- purple, man.
2: Yeah, purple nice. Slatter.
1: They look great. Came out amazing, didn't they? Yeah, they came out really nice. Uh, very happy with them all different but
3: colors uh,
2: yeah. like they're all uh, individual colors so there's there's no set color if you know what i mean yeah it yeah. follows a spectrum of four colors it's yellow purple blue and green That's but uh, everyone is slightly different in the next yeah
0: so yeah so, so it's, me, it's, me it's asking it's, you know, for purple or pink and you, you... yeah i mean if you,
2: if you ask for purple or pink we'll kind of push it towards that direction you know what i mean there's some some in there that have that shade, if you know what I mean. But okay. uh, if you send a note of the order, we can make it as close to it as possible. Yeah. But nothing is exact. Nothing is exactly purple or exactly green, which is yeah. completely different from what they said a couple of weeks ago on this show. <laughs> Contradiction yourself already. You know, consistency of information has been fantastic. Do you know what no, which, I'm yeah, so,
0: different Do you know what now? I'm so bad now at merchandising, right? I bought Tombs put up a pre order. Colin Bulger, shout out to Colin. Fantastic design on their new t shirt. So, um, oh, yeah. So I put in an order, bought a large one, and then the other day Tom's put up it again. Uh, final pre-orders for the T-shirts, and I went shit, I never bought a T-shirt. <laughs> I bought it again. <laughs> so Alex is there going for fuck's sake? Like, and then Zella could then put up the back patch, and I'm there going, Christ, did I get that back patch? I know I got something with wings from them. It's just fucking crazy. It's yeah. <laughs> you know, the time
1: to be doing it, I suppose. You know, it's a uh, bands as much as possible. You know.
0: Oh fuck it, fact. This
1: is This merchandise is keeping us all alive at this point, you know. Yeah, that's it.
0: And what's the story with you, Sean? Are you are you, are you busy now again, or have you never stopped? Or, uh,
1: I I kind of I guess I did stop for a couple of months around March, you know. Um, just I I think I heard Howard mentioning it on another show, but I couldn't really kind of get into the studio too much to get mixing and stuff like that, you know. So. In the end, I kind of set up my own little space at home—a nice little space. Now I've kind of mixed a couple of things there, and it's great. But um yeah, but I started getting busy again around June, July, and um, since then it's been all go. Really, like I have a fair amount of stuff on now. I've just just finished with Malthusian recording nice. their their new split with Suffering Hours, so that's actually been mixed by one of the lads in Suffering Hours. So it's gone to him in America now already. uh next I think I'm in with Abigail Williams Brian from Cork actually um yeah yeah. so bass for Abigail Williams album again but uh yeah tipping away like you know mixing the Dread Sovereign one done Dread Sovereign is done yeah Dread Sovereign was yeah mixed by Ola in Sweden and Mm -hmm. should be coming out I'd say early next year I, I I heard around February March you know but um yeah, it's great. I've heard it, and it's, it sounds cool. cool. And I was mastered by Chris Commons. It Sounds really nice. So,
2: awesome. I'm very happy with that. Yeah,
0: and oh, it's yeah. great to
2: see that you're busy, Sean, because it's it's one of those concerns you have for people like yourself. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. You know, with a pandemic, you could be in real trouble. But it's great to see that you're taking over at least. You know,
1: exactly. Like, yeah, it's it, it's hard to kind of predict. I guess when it all happened, whether bands were going to kind of keep recording or what they were going to do where yeah. they are just going to keep writing and but no i'm 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 solid now like i've got a good bit of work on and uh i'm kind of you know tomorrow now i'll be doing the magnapena stuff we'll get that finished for you Howard. yes <laughs> yes do <laughs> <laughs> you have
0: uh, to make much changes to the studio to like were you kind of told to regulate which various you know safety concerns
1: and shit like that well i like i lecture in this college as well so i've been kind of very versed on the whole safety aspect thing if i was to move my screen around here now you'd see there's wipes everywhere and there's gloves and masks and all kinds of stuff you know so Mm. even when i'm teaching i have to wear like two masks i have the one on my face and i have the visor as well jesus um yeah well that's if i'm close to students but if we're if we're a certain distance from one another then you can kind of take off one or the other but uh Yeah, it's similar with bands in, you know, there's like sheets they have to sign now and stuff like that to say that they have no symptoms and all that. And anyone yeah. who comes in has to sign those sheets as well and stuff. So,
0: yeah. It's you a, haven't, it's, so you haven't gone down the route of heat sensors and stuff like no, that? Yeah.
1: No, not yet. Um, Apparently they're cheap
0: enough to get, I don't know. I'm not yeah,
1: sure. I've heard that. To be honest, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. But we've been teaching online as well and stuff like that. Uh, that's kind of kept me yeah. going over the um lockdown as well, you know what I
0: mean? So. Yeah, the joys of Zoom, man. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not unfamiliar to me at this stage, you know. So, so.
0: are you moving between studios, Shawnee, regularly? Are he, you still in Last last Light Recordings? Is that that's yeah. one studio? Is that in Temple Bar, yeah?
1: Like, Last Light Recordings technically isn't a studio right now. It, it's just always been the name of my production company, you know. Um, okay. This studio I'm in here, Sun, is typically my base. This is where Partholon recorded. This is where Magna Pina recorded, you know. It's a lovely... It's a kind of underground studio. It's like a little dark cave. It's got a lovely sounding live room in here. We did Parthelon all separate, but we did Magna Pina live in
3: here. And the live Lab. room, yeah.
1: Nah. Yeah, it's great. It's a so perfect this, place where it really is. It's class, yeah. And it's it's right in the kind of center of Temple Bar, you know, um, whether that's a good thing or not, I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of work from here a lot, but I'm in the process now of looking at a place, me and uh, another lad, Dara from Invictus, we're, looking at a place up in Ranla there the other day. So hopefully we might we might take it on and have a kind of base for Last Light and Invictus Productions, you know, which would be a nice kind
0: of hub mm. to have, I, a, I know Ranla Well, there's a lot of old buildings up there. Nice yeah, red brick yeah, yeah, yeah. buildings and all.
1: It's nice, yeah. Did I say Ranleagh? Because I meant to say Ratmines. <laughs> <laughs> near <laughs> enough, yeah, near enough. enough like, but yeah, it's, actually up, it's up off Leinster Road in Ratmines, you know. Ah, okay. So a nice, nice area, like, and uh, the building... Building looks very promising, so I'd say Last Light Recordings could become Last Light Studio now in the next few months, you know. Fingers it crossed. Class.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah,
1: yeah. So and- I'll still do a bit of drums down here and stuff like that, and in my own place. At first, I'll do guitars, bass, vocals, and yeah, it'd be a nice, nice little spot.
0: Like, you've worked with a load of Invictus bands in the past, Sean.
1: Yeah, I've worked with Cosgra now and Malthusian. Um, geez, there's another. One or two that I just can't think of at the moment, but yeah, yeah. Like I've I've known all the lads a good while now, and I'm kind of very into what they do. Like I've always been into the label and the bands that they put out and stuff. Mm. So it, it's really nice to be to be working with them, you know. Yeah.
0: And of course, Dara's another Cork man up Cork. Mm. And did he yeah, move to Dublin before you, or did you move roughly at the he, same time?
1: I'd say he's here a good few years longer than me. I'd say he's here. Mm. Dara, could be between 15 and 20 years here now, you know. Um, I'm not too sure, but yeah, yeah, just a bit longer than me. But yeah, yeah, we're chatting away and he's from, he lived in Mitchellstown where my mother grew up and stuff. So we both have a a tie with Mitchellstown and stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's nice. North Cork. Huh? North Cork. (laughs) That's it, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So like going up to Dublin, was that, how long were you considering that move, Shawnee?
1: Um, Jesus, it was, it was basically a bit off the cuff, like, you know, um, I just kind of followed a girl up here really, <laughs> she, was, um, she was doing a course in, in UCD, you know, and I was like, I always kind of wanted to do something sound related. So yeah, I, I applied for the sound training college where I'm still working now and I uh, did the two year course there and I kind of expected that I might move back to Cork and start recording. But they yeah. kept me on around the place when I finished uh, first as studio manager and then just doing a bit of a part time lecturing and stuff like that, you know. So after that I once I got a few bands in I, it kinda of snowballed and I got, you know, solid work every year. So I kind of stuck at it up here and yeah, it's it's good to be getting the car bands coming up here now as well. Like, you know, hopefully yeah. hopefully a few more follow. Ah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Your name regularly comes up on the show, to be fair. Yeah, Courtesy see this guy here alongside me. How yeah. did you meet?
1: Jeez, uh, we would have played gigs years ago, I'd say. Uh when I was in More Than Soul. Um Mord Soul, yes. And yeah. uh what was Soul? the other one? 75 cars. <laughs> Seventy-five. I wasn't in them though. That's, that's, that's Kevin's band, so yeah. 75 cars. Ah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Shout so yeah. Kevin. <laughs> no, I remember I Huh? The, the two lads on guitar in Martin Soul were just fucking phenomenal at the time. The, yeah, the twin souls, yourself yeah. and Eamon. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was a real step off coming in, watching a band in, in Fred's, and the two boys were just harmonizing over each other for six and seven bars here and there. It was fucking class. What yeah. kind of
0: music was that? Was it death or black and metal or what?
1: No, it was more Artcore. kind of. Um, it was kind of influenced by bands like Converge and okay. Mastodon and stuff. So it was kind of, yeah, I suppose kind of metal hardcore. I not I just don't want to say metalcore like, but it probably
3: was metalcore,
1: <laughs> metal hardcore. Yeah, but no, it was like to be honest, it was just a great laugh. A band. It was the two lads from Ghost of Medina, uh, Kieran and Dave as well. Kieran. Kevin on vocals, and then myself and name and playing guitar. And yeah, we we played a lot with Five Will Die and stuff like that. So but you would
2: have played a hell of a lot of gigs. There was um, there was a yeah. core group of about yeah. 20, 25 people at the time, and was constantly laughing over with gigs and yeah. just even seeing each other out in the pub, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. I was actually a really good time for music and Cork back then. It was just. It was. It was just before the downturn in the economy, yeah. and so. Yeah. you know? so yeah. there were still people coming to gigs and there was yeah, still a bit of a buzz Where oh, was absolutely packed it was always back. buzzing but yeah. the, you know yeah. the, the rot hadn't kicked in at that point no, you know, no. it was all exciting fun and enthusiastic yeah. I think most I fans think just it's... said fuck this after <laughs> 2009 yeah. and that's sort of the point yeah. you know <laughs> but
1: I think then when the first time Ricard, and I think I, I approached Howard I think after seeing Perthland, I think I just went up to you after the show and I was like man right, come, up uh, yeah. come up to Dublin and record yeah. and then um, yeah, that was kind of. It was a show up. in
2: Cork, I think, wasn't it? And uh, we were chatting afterwards, and yeah. um, I, I think you said something about capturing what we were doing live and bring it into the studio. Yeah, I, yeah. You, were, you were saying all the right things and uh, at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well,
1: like from an engineering perspective, I'd always love people like Steve Albini's work. That's just that exactly. Yeah. But, and no matter like you just put up mics and kind of get the instruments sounding good and whatever whatever happens happens then you know what I mean um,
2: yeah I, I'm never but it was kinda... rare It was rare to, to find his own engineer that, that had the same reference as we had if you know what I mean yes uh, some of these obscure bands that you talk about a lot, a lot of engineers would not know what the fuck you're talking about but uh, Shawnee yeah. knew straight away what we were talking about what we were trying to achieve and where we were trying to push it so anyway, it was it was a no brainer
0: can you remember her back then what options were you looking at before Shawnee approached what we're
2: looking at
0: was, uh, Kieran Culhan what Kieran course yeah.
2: Yeah. So we were we were in talks with him alright for a bit to to figure it out. But we, we, we were slow to get moving. And I think when Shawnee came up to us after the show and said, Look, if you're taking a recording come with me. Like and that's at that point you were like, yeah, let's just fucking record what we have. Well, we I mean, weren't sure I mean, if we were I mean, going to record at that point or not anyway. But yeah, it was the push we needed. Mm. And to do it right as well and to spend the weekend up in Dublin yeah doing it correctly. And of course, we threw a fucking magnapina gig in the middle of it all. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Take the fuck off for a few hours and play a gig and come back and
3: do
1: more gigs. Yeah, yeah. They took the snare that we had set up, and it came back, (laughs) came back not quite sounding the same. And I believe I wasn't too happy the second
2: morning. That's Uh, right. We spent about four hours fixing the snare. Jesus (laughs) Christ!
1: That snare sounding beautiful, and then it just came back. It must have been. Shout out to Ed. <laughs> well
0: done, Ed. I was just going to say, leave you to the punch.
1: Yeah, it's all part of it, sure, isn't it? But yeah, this is great. It. Like I still listen to that album. And, like really happy with how it came out. I think it's
0: yeah, brilliant. Was, yeah, really
2: yeah, and it was fun. recorded for vinyl, you
0: know. So it's it's
2: great to see it out in vinyl at this point. Yeah. and yeah, you know.
0: I presume, Sean, are you? Did you try and record the lads live? Can we, you remember back?
2: No, we no didn't, actually. I
1: don't think that was ever even really. I think like more so around 2018, I started doing more of the live stuff, you know, mm-hmm, I actually mm-hmm. think the very first band I ever did live were, it was probably in early 2017 was Uncleo from Cork. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, Fitzy and the lads. So yeah, the I hadn't done much live down here. I always felt that room was a bit small and I wasn't sure how to approach it, you know, but yeah, I've done a few things. The Magna Pina, like worked mm-hmm. out perfectly. The separation between all the instruments is yes. amazing. We've, we've got yeah. nice boots in there. We have, two amp boots and we have a vocal boot and a drum boot so it's quite easy to to work with you know Mm -hmm. just uh just wasn't i I don't think we had ever discussed that with Parthelon really but um,
2: uh it was was a case of just capturing capturing the song that we had mm. uh you know in a way that would make sense and at that time i suppose we wouldn't have been tight enough to do it live in the studio yeah it was more about exploring ideas the songs weren't finished you know we actually recorded five songs we didn't use one yeah. Uh, and, uh, okay. we did a bit of writing in the studio as well as we went we threw some piano down and the bits and bits and pieces I forgot we even in, recorded oh, five yeah <laughs> it was, we it's such a long time ago as well it's like four years four and a half years now at this point yeah 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 well it was released in 2016 so it's probably recorded. 2016 october i think it was and think i think we recorded through the may bank holiday weekend and then yeah. you go through the process of mixing and yeah which only yeah. mixed yeah. it as well which was great and uh then sent off to to Mags, all Mags over in Sweden, to master it, and we were ready to go in October. Fuck, it was it was it was really smooth actually, looking back at it.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was never any issues with that really. I think you know so. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know, point A to B very
1: quickly. Ah, uh, sometimes pop the, up, the, the notice, but uh, yeah, I always remember the Parthelon session just being really smooth to actually record and and to mix. Like there was never any never any issues with it.
0: yeah. Yet. Have you seen him live much, Sean?
1: Parthalon? Yeah. Par- I'd always call it Parthelan, but it's probably Parthalon, isn't it?
0: Man, Parthelon. Parthelon. It's Parthelon. like saying
1: Barcelona with Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually, I've, I saw them the once the time I asked him about recording and possibly once more since at Siege of Limerick, I'd say maybe. Siege of Limerick, um, I think.
2: Destroyer Repain, I think, as well. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. Who was the band you were playing play with it? that time?
1: Unyielding love, maybe. I'd say it was. I'd say it was unyielding love. Yeah. Um, which I was just in today, finishing off as well. So that, thankfully, that's. that's should
0: be going
1: off for mastering next week as well. So it's another thing to tick off. But yeah, I think that it was the unyielding love one. Yeah, yeah, we played upstairs, yes. which was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an amazing gig. <laughs> actually,
0: it was so massive, as it always is. Like, and just why I asked that is, you know, as an engineer and a producer, Shawnee, would you ever? Get a chance much to see bands live before they actually come in to record with you.
1: To be honest, I like I'll always try and do it. Like I mm. think it's nearly an important thing because like that's exactly what I want to what I want to capture. capture Which yeah, I mean, um, there's a few I haven't seen like bands like Dread Sovereign. I didn't really get a chance to see them before they come in because like Huli lives in Belgium and they they don't give around here that much, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, I kind of knew what vibe they were going for with that band and stuff uh obviously it's hard with your own bands to kind of know how you sound like stuff like grief eater I, i'd seen on Un- on love like loads before i actually joined the band so i kind of mm-hmm. knew what i was trying to achieve with that as okay. well you know but uh yeah i think it's hugely important that you see abandoned for me like i think the one kind of good thing about my stuff is everything sounds radically different you know i don't yeah. Whether it's even in the same genre of music, they usually sound totally different in some way or another. And like, that's not on purpose either, but it's, it's if you've seen the band live, you just have an idea of, I should yeah. be using these amps. I should be tuning the kit this yeah. way. You know, you'll make your choices kind of based on that. Like, so yeah, for me, it's it's massively important. I had
2: seen the Magna Pina as well somewhere, I think. Yeah, I think possibly Dublin. Yeah, One yeah. The five or six times you're we up there. I think I, I think we sent you a text or something to come see oh, us. One of them anyway. Yeah, yeah, and possibly. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, That's the Mangapena recording with Shawn, he was just a really was bang in. Set up, set up the live room, set up the mics, and go. And uh, we'd yeah. we planned for three days, but I think we got eight of the eleven songs done in the first day, and three on the following morning. Yeah. Oh, so we God just fuck, we man. finished way ahead of what we. What we expected i think we did three takes per song or something shawnee was or something, something like that? that yeah yeah then had to listen and pick the best ones it's yeah it's it's
1: massive like the setup for a live session for me is massive it takes mm-hmm. ages to actually get set up get everything sounding right get the lads headphones make sure they're all happy with what they're hearing but yeah. once you're going like you pretty much press record and i can sit back and just kind of chill out and enjoy the music really like you know what i mean it's you might the odd thing might go wrong somewhere here mm. or there like and you know you might get noise from a mic or a mic might fall over or whatever but yeah that's what I love about live. it's initially yeah. it's a lot of work and then you get to sit yeah. back
0: and- but let, let me put it this way to you Shawnee a band like the Magna Pina play a shitload of gigs they're, they're I'd say they're an easy enough band to manage in the studio because they have their <laughs> sound they're fucking. They're the song's good to death. From a perspective,
2: possibly, but from a personal
0: perspective, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say personal. Again, I know you well enough. enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like
0: a band like the Magnapena, a rare case that they're just really fucking on point.
1: Uh, yeah, like. I, the lads are extremely tight like from mm-hmm. just every single one of them you know what I mean there's no there's no issues anywhere they know the songs well before they come in and stuff like that so yeah that's 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 always easy you know what I mean but uh, sometimes you do get I don't really mind it too much you know what I mean but you'll get live bands where maybe someone might be a little sloppy on their instrument but then in the context mm-hmm. of the whole mix and stuff it actually it's fine like I don't go delving into it to fix every little mistake like you know mm-hmm. if we listen to it as a collective and we're all like that just sounds cool then generally you're kind of happy to roll with yeah. that like you know yeah, yeah the magna Pena stuff was was very straightforward like the only thing we overdubbed for that i suppose was was the vocals really uh um, really yeah, yeah. maybe a couple of little guitar parts
2: but yeah but, yeah once yeah, are toys we dropped in in the bar kind of thing after yeah. you know above the live track but uh we'd we'd done weeks of work for that we were practicing three times a week for about four months before we went near the studio yeah. You're really trying to get in shape, coming up to it. And uh, so when we did go in, we were, you know, muscle memory was through the roof. Yeah. There was no issues yeah. at all. It was just a case of just going in and doing it. And again, the lads kind of bring their own
1: amps and stuff like that. So yeah, we had everyone set up and everything. You know, you're not messing around with tones too long, the lads, and other their tones, when you listen to them, you might tweak something a tiny bit, but that's that's it then, you're you're kind of done. Like with yeah. other bands, they might come in and start using my amps. So we go through pedals and we go through amps and we find the right tones and stuff like that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah,
2: it was, it was tough coming to the studio actually because we had our tone sorted out. And when you walk into Shawnee's studio, you're just taken up with all these amps and you're looking at and going, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to try that one, you know? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and have that discipline to say, no, we fucking spent time now getting this right. Yeah. One yeah. way, six hours playing the fucking Orange 120, you know? That's a different crowd all.
1: I don't think you can, if you have something like <laughs> the Marshall and the 5150, even if you just have them two amps, you're you're pretty much covered for nearly every genre of heavy yeah. music. You know? yeah. <laughs> Someone wants to come in and do rock and metal stuff like the Marshall all the way, and if it's anything heavy, then just get out the 5150 and you're you're laughing. Yeah. Like
0: and do you have a system as well, Sean, that you find is easy for you? We'd say, do you start with a particular instrument every time or what way do you kind of approach it for bands?
1: Yeah, like if people are recording separately, it'll be always drums first, you know. um, I don't think I've ever done a session, I think once in my life actually, where the drummer didn't make it on the first day, so the band played through a click track and it was the weirdest thing ever. Like we actually (laughs) actually got bass and guitar done to a click track and the drummer came in the next day and luckily he was fairly on point, so it it was all right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, drums first, then I'm easy after that. Like, you know, bass kind of 90% of the time you'll go to bass next and then you'll do the two main rhythm guitars. Okay. After that, then anything like overdubs and guitar overdubs, vocals and stuff, you know, so yeah, yeah it, it can be, if if it's a case where it's one day recording, it can be tiring for a vocalist because they mightn't start, they'll be there all day but then they mightn't mm-hmm. do their vocals till 8, yeah. 9, 10 that night, you know, so in them situations, a lot of times I'll just knock it on the head and be like, man, just come back next week and we'll do the vocals fresh yeah. in the morning because you it's such an important part that you don't want to like you want to make sure their performance is is really good like so that's yeah and then on,
2: on any given day a vocalist could be not feeling it or yeah just not hitting what they're supposed to be hitting i don't know you really have to get into a state of mind for it and if that's that can be hard in a studio situation because it is a long day waiting around and that's overthinking actually... things and over yeah. figuring it out rather than just
0: performing you know yeah you feel you've um ever had to bring out your inner psychiatrist as well with bands
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. no <laughs> doubt,
3: no <Yeah>. fucking doubt.
1: <laughs> I think it's an important part, of it. I think yes, be able to read, being able to read yeah. people and how they're feeling and stuff. And you know, like I'll never be like I'm just not the type of engineer who'd be like that was fucking shit. You know what I mean? I mm. I just like I'll just say take a break for five minutes, or we'll just chat about what's gone wrong. Or but, like yeah. generally, I think I'm fairly relaxed to work with. Anyway, um, yeah, like it's it, it can be tough, you know, for singer who's just not performing well or a drummer or something like that you know you can tell yeah. it's kind of upsetting them like so the last thing you want to be doing then is adding to that really but mm. uh, I have my odd prickish moment but
2: <laughs> generally I'm okay I think you know I don't think we experienced any of it in the time we were there it was just a pleasure both U- times uber both professional which John uber uh, professional uh, <laughs> Cam is a breeze just you know just handles every situation the way it should be handled
0: <laughs> what about bands then that have worked with different producers and then they come into you Shawnee as well have you had situations where they're fucking comparing like for like
1: Um, I'll probably do that more than they will to be honest uh, it doesn't bother me at all you know um, mm. I'm quite comfortable with that you know uh, there's bands that I really kind of wanted to work with and I've worked with now where I've listened to their previous stuff and I'm like that stuff is amazing. It's, I think it's recorded really well and mixed really well. And the final whole final package was class like, but uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I'd always have a listen and see what was done before. And then we'll maybe chat about, is there anything they want to do different with us? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, everyone has their own little arsenal of mics and amps and certain way they tune drums and stuff. So I'm sure my stuff is going to end up different to anyone who they've been with beforehand anyway, but um mm. No, I've never actually had a band on Oh, the drums we recorded with this guy sound better than your drums. Because, yeah, that's just, I just tell them to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they've all been cool. Like, you know, I think people come to a different engineer for a different experience. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. like, for me, if I wasn't an engineer, I probably might, you know, move around a few people. And then if you find someone you like, Ram, mm-hmm. but, I certainly wouldn't be comparing and contrasting different engineers yeah. and stuff,
0: you know. But I think a lot of musicians, Howard, um, if you find the right producer, engineer, you stick with him. He has your For sound sure. and, and you uh, don't deviate, really.
2: It, it, dep- it really depends on a lot of, a lot of context, really. But mm. I, th- I think I was speaking about this before. When you do find someone that knows, it, it just breaks a kind of a language barrier. There's, there's very little uh, over-explaining where you're coming from or what you're trying to achieve. And with Shawnee, it's a case where Shawnee knows what you're looking for instinctively. Yeah. And he's not, he's not bullshitting you and pretending to know. He, he, he gets the references you're talking about and the methods you're talking about using. And uh, mm-hmm. there's very little of that figuring out between each other what each other wants. You know? But what Shawnee wants is for us to get to something that we want, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah.
2: And yeah. Uh, he's very good at just letting you do your thing and weighing in when he needs to weigh in as opposed to just for the sake of it like you know Yeah. Of there's, there's no wasted conversation you know it's it's it's, it's really really efficient efficient like recording we don't, we don't you don't get everything
1: right all the time you know I've no bothers coming back in reamping guitars or doing something to like if I'm mixing something a month down the line and I'm not happy with something I'll, I won't just be like uh, well this yeah. is the way it is now I'll probably do something about it like and yeah. whether it's a month down the line or three months or whatever I'll I'll come back in and make sure it sounds the way I want it to. So, yeah, Yeah, I think with bands like that, you have to be patient anyway. I think at the moment, I know everyone is, everyone is going to take their time. We feel weird, like we'll probably be, we'll have the Unyielding Love stuff finished, I'd say in about two weeks, but, we're kind yeah. of like, should we release it or when do we release it? You know what I mean. It's 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 strange. It's not rushed these things anymore, is there? No, not at the moment. Anyway, like it, it's terrible to be releasing an album and not be able to to gig it. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. So.
0: Yeah, you've done um, some great memories though down the siege. Have you gone many times down there, Shawnee, as a fan more so than playing uh, in a band?
1: Um, I feel bad now because I haven't actually. No. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I've been there five times and it's been playing with five different bands. Like, okay. uh,
0: I'd recommend yeah. Go as a
2: fan the next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually great being there as a fan. You know, not having the... Well, I'm there as
1: a fan as, as, as soon as our set finishes, I'm there as a fan and I'll be as drunk as everyone else there. Like, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great... I particularly enjoyed like the last one was actually Unyielding Love's last show and it was yeah. uh, it was fucking amazing. It was a real fun one to play. Like It was so packed upstairs and... Uh,
0: What time were you on? Was it eight or six?
1: About nine or ten, actually. Was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty hazy day. day. I know. (laughs) Yeah. It was a perfect time for us because, you know, you can kind of still enjoy plenty after then as well. Like yeah. uh, you must I be do. one of the
0: last bands on upstairs, actually. Jesus, you must have been, if that's the case.
1: Well, uh, there's, I think, Malek and Senzar ran after us, maybe that was, and then one more band, there was a real late band on as well, then uh, I think there yeah. was from Belfast or something. Um, but yeah, there was two bands on after us and then them lads, but it gave us plenty of time to kind of just chill out and enjoy the rest mm. of the stuff then. And
0: it's such an important um, festival
1: yeah yeah not,
0: not for not only for fans obviously for bands as well like just yeah the talk and massive. even business your way as well
1: yeah, yeah. just the mixture of genres mm-hmm. there as well and stuff you know yeah I not mean? oh, yeah. you, a bit of everything and the headliners the lads get in these days are amazing as well mm. like so, uh, yeah 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 the two boys fair play to them, it's a like i always have a great time down there anyway and love playing it like you know so yeah
2: it's, yeah, yeah. It's a real meeting point for people as well, you know, bands to get together. Yeah. You know, I always find a park that I haven't seen in ages, like the last yeah. time. I think me and you Liam always see somebody it. you haven't seen in a while. and
1: fucking Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canadian News, <laughs> the last time we were out the back fucking smoking and drinking for about three hours.
0: <laughs> but were you down for the Invictus one? 20 years of Invictus, Sean, you know?
1: I wasn't actually no uh I just don't think I got was that the one that was in the um
0: church yeah
1: church? yeah I just don't think I got tickets for it you know um mm. but um yeah hopefully you now that kind of stuff will be easier
0: <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> but, that was immense no I didn't get down for the Friday night but I was there for the, the Saturday yeah that'd be right I was it yeah. Saturday? It, the Sunday the Sunday so, so it, it would have been, been, so yeah. been the Saturday night yeah and um, yeah, I did um, a live podcast that day, so I, I was with Dara, in, uh, interviewed Dara and a few lads from Gospel Horns and Malthusian and Jesus yeah. it was um, it was daunting enough. I had around fucking nine pages of research. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. Just
3: like fucking hell,
0: in front of around sixty or seventy people. Um, but yeah, uh, it was and a great I. Honor, but it was, amazed, was cool. uh, great fucking
1: they are, shows. yeah yeah. It's uh, I've I, to be honest I've been to most Invictus shows up here over the last kind of five six years I've been at been at nearly all of them you know I just couldn't get down to that particular one which was a pain but um, in hindsight it's okay. kind of like fucking do you wish you went to every single gig over the last couple don't of years don't you
0: know yeah fucking hell how long are you doing it now Shawnee?
1: um From... 10 years like since i moved up here really i guess in 2009 um i'd kind of messed around with stuff down in cork a little bit you know but mm. yeah I, I guess i came up here kind of fresh enough really um but when, once i moved up i kind of just fell in love with recording straight away i remember like the first year of the college course i was doing i pretty much lived in the studio all summer they used to just let me go in there the whole time and i was kind of learning you know i was kind of at home on youtube learning about things and then going in, putting it into practice in the studio and then luckily enough i suppose because i played in bands so i kind of got to know a few bands up here straight away that were just like yeah we'll come in and record you and stuff and uh mm. it kind of took off quick enough you know but i i feel just the last couple of years it's, it's the busiest i've been now and it's kind of recording more stuff that i want to be recording as well i guess you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years now 10 well going on 11 i suppose but uh yeah, still relatively, I don't know, is that new to it? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I moved up here yesterday, like that. It's
0: still cool that you're still involved in bands. I mean, like, mm. shout out there to Grief Eater. What a fucking release that was, man.
2: Yeah, like, took so, everyone by a, a sideswipe like because like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, they're great, lads. Yeah, we are good good fun mixing that like a lot of times we went into mix and there was just fucking guinness flowing <laughs> uh, all we do is go in and probably turn up the kick drum and drink 10 cans of guinness <laughs> and leave and be like did we do anything last night no but <laughs> i think we kind of recorded it in that way as well the refeeder thing was just like i think we went in recording drums at like 10 at night or something and you know again didn't there was five or six mics on the kit and it wasn't anything over exuberant you know and just kind of, it is what it is, job really as well, like, you know, but yeah. um, I like it, yeah, it came out, again, it's kind of weird for me listening to stuff that I'm in Involved as a band member, here. and I've also engineered, but we're mates in Grief Eater kind of cool. we both mix that together, like, you know what I mean, yeah. so, yeah, yeah, Nah, no, it's cool, it, it should be coming out in vinyl now, I think, in the next couple of weeks, through oh. uh, Destroy, so.
0: Oh, is that true? Destroy? Very good.
1: Yeah, yeah, Destroyer, putting that out, so... We got the the test presses of it and it all seems great, you know, the the artwork and stuff looks really cool. So who
0: did the artwork for you?
1: Yeah. Um I am totally on the spot here now because <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, mate got on to him, so I think it's it's on it says it on our, the bank page who it is, but it's a kind of a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's I think he could be a Russian lad or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah I don't do any research either coming on these things yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah no no it's cool like it's it it suited the vibe of the album and stuff you know and uh yeah I'm happy with the whole thing as a whole package really so
0: and what about Obstacle I don't know anything about them
1: yeah Obstacle is a funny one um we put out like the I think it was seven tracks about Jesus must have been 2012 13 maybe <laughs> it's probably actually way later now like But then our bass player moved to um berlin so we kind of did. Much. we played the power trip show in dublin that was our last show um but we had loads of songs we pretty much played like a whole batch of new songs at that power trip show which were kind of more punky like ceremony kind of vibe and mm-hmm. we were all kind of enjoying playing that you know so last year me and edo and carl just came into the studio here and we just flashed out the drums and guitars live together and uh, got Carolyn to do the vocals a couple of weeks after that. So, yeah, it's 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 in the pipeline, the new EP with that. So, yeah, again, it's just kind of
2: punky, ceremony, power violence-y. Is hmm. are a busy yeah. man, yeah. Shawnee. Is, is, there, is there any Irish release at the moment that you're not involved in? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> nah, nah, it's, uh, it's, it's a
1: busy period, yeah, yeah. Like the fucking the, hell. Since so, lockdown, I've, I've kind of... I think the Procession of Spectre stuff went out a, a few weeks ago. Um, I'm just finishing up Chewing on Tin foil as well. We're a Dublin punk band. Um, geez, there's something else I'm doing as well at the moment. But yeah, I'm in with a hardcore band, Bitter Pill as well, the week after next, and then Cosgra start recording the actual album. So yeah, Jesus it's, it's, all, yeah. it's <laughs> all nice. And,
2: it's great, so book, man. Book no to avoid disappointment later, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well we'll see you now. hopefully when i get the place set up myself it'll be uh it'll continue to be busy you know what i mean so oh yeah God, that's, why, that's why i'm trying to do it now because it's a good time to be to be looking be a a bit of,
2: i presume there'll be a bit of figuring out with that new place as well Johnny, just in terms like of getting loads, it yeah
1: even if we moved in in the next month or so i don't think i'd have it ready to to go yeah. until like february january february next year and, and i'm not in any rush with it you know what i mean i'm going to take my time and get it set up exactly how i want it mm. and uh we'll see how it progresses then you
0: know being it mean? and rap minds it won't be fucking cheap anyway <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right actually you know what i mean uh, it's not too bad i when i started looking this year was the kind of year i decided i try and get my own place and i was expecting unbelievable prices yeah. but I, i've kind of been you know a bit shocked at how you know reasonable commercial space is actually to rent up here it's not bad and oh, especially okay. sharing with someone then you're
0: yeah,
1: yeah. very surprising mm. Mm. yeah it is really surprising so
0: like Ratmines has always traditionally been like kind of where the students stay and Ranla yeah. then is way up market when you said Ranla I was going <laughs>
2: fucking hell <laughs> moving up yeah, this yeah. guy's
0: won the lotto or something and he's not telling uh, us
1: <laughs> Dara's old shop was in Ranla alright like you know what I mean so he, he's not moving too far really but <laughs> yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens I'm saying it like we actually have the place but it's still kind of in you know, in the process of possibly happening, it's looking good. Put it that way. You know,
2: like a sitcom couple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Situation comedy, <laughs> just more tattooed than a sitcom.
0: <laughs> and as well as that, Sean, like, would you offer bands advice as well on um, budgeting costs for recording and stuff? Is that part of your? Like
1: you know, I'd always try and do things for bands in you know, in the best way that suits their their financial. You know whatever whatever outlay they want to put on it mm-hmm. so yeah I, i'll always kind of again this is a kind of big thing about having my own place because i would probably be able to do certain days a bit cheaper there as well you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah like i'll always try and put together some package that reflects their financial state you know um we sometimes bands think they need four or five days when actually when you kind of break it down and what they want to do i'd never just say yeah let's go in and do it for five days and knowing that i could probably get it done in two you know what i mean i'll oh, yeah i'll always be kind of straight up with them about that but yeah yeah we'll yeah i was trying to especially now i think you know what i mean it's it's kind of tough for musicians at the moment and stuff i know there's kind of certain grants coming out and all that that i should really be advertising on my page for bands to try and mm. you know get involved with but uh yeah, my social media side of things hasn't always been the the greatest, so yeah.
3: we're trying
1: that's, to improve. That's on a,
0: a, that's that's a whole different animal, man. If you're up the walls and busy, fuck it. Yeah, that's, that's always going to fall by the wayside. Yeah. It's yeah. A I like stage, to up, you
1: know, uh, you know, take fucking... pictures of some nice amps and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 take pictures
2: of your breakfast, Johnny. Uh, yeah, you can you the Yeah, breakfast of champions. Everyone wants to see that.
0: I always ask this, you know, sometimes different answers come out like, so what's the best advice you were given?
1: Uh, In an engineering sense?
0: Yeah, we'll take that.
1: Oh, Jesus. Um, Oh, really? Uh, I guess like, in terms of like, the engineering side of things, there was a lad I used to help out in sessions a lot in the early days and he was always kind of, he was so good with me and so good with clients that I took a lot from him. Like, um, I think just through him just not treating clients kind of always just treating them with respect really uh you Mm. kind of get more out of it you know people enjoy working with you if you're pretty chilled out about things he always said if there was a problem with the desk and stuff he was like don't freak out in front of clients and stuff like that Now that's not really my kind of nature anyway but you know it was good to hear that from someone else like always just kind of like things go wrong half like all the time there's times here i'm trying to gain in an amp and i haven't even turned on the amp inside in the room and five minutes later I'm like oh fuck I forgot to turn on the amp like you know what I mean so yeah yeah. but basically his advice was just kind of always remain kind of calm with clients and don't freak out if something goes wrong and I think in in an engineering sense that's kind of me well you know Mm -hmm. so I guess that would be it
0: and shovel loads of empathy as well
1: yeah yeah sometimes (laughs) (laughs) shovel loads of coffee (laughs)
0: I, and Not one an other, job. One other an good job. question here what's the most trouble you've got into
1: in the studio sense again no <laughs> oh jesus
0: <laughs> what is the most trouble you've got into
1: in my whole life in anything
0: <laughs> is there a few <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: there could be a few but jesus I don't know that's a uh... That's a strange one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no? He's suffering here, Howard. Thank, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks yeah. for giving I'm me the a question, Howard. He's flashing
1: before his
2: eyes the different uh, scenarios.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm trying to think, was there any Cork episode that Howard knows about that? Like, he's definitely going to bring this up here now.
2: Well, Howard is my
0: backup, back. <laughs> man. So yeah, th- yeah. there's going to be one story come out. So you, you, you can beat him to the punch now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I let that story come out. So, but. <laughs> Is there a <laughs> I know, we were all the we oh. quiet boys back in Cork. We never got up to, to, know, to know badness. No, uh, no, no. You no. have a few pints and, you know, get a taxi home at about half I 11. I
1: from the Brogue about 90 times. I don't really... <laughs> going, ah, there
2: you go, then, <laughs> I
1: don't ever really know why, like, but uh, every time I went in there... Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it right was a
2: rite of passage to, to not last to get, night in the Brogue, I think. To get it's, fucking uh, barred,
0: uh, There
1: was a few interesting scuffles down by the foot the football <laughs> table and stuff a few nights, but uh yeah, yeah that's, that's generally it. My, my my trouble was mostly in the brogue. Shout out to that bouncer. Fucking <laughs> <not. Yeah. laughs> I'm sure he's watching. He's probably still there actually. I'm sure he's still fucking working there. Yeah. You probably Do know exactly what I'm talking about. You know
2: exactly what you're on about
0: yeah. To get down many, much many <laughs> Sean you eh, know uh
1: I guess not as much now as I obviously with what's going on I don't get down
0: Oh, obviously at yeah, all yeah. really
1: I, w- I was mm. down for the first time there uh, a few weeks ago and that was to collect just an amp for recording Malthusian um, but it was nice like I got to go home and hang out with the parents for the weekend and stuff so it was yeah. cool but I'll try like generally I'll get down probably five or six times a year like if when yeah. when, it's, when it's normal every couple of months I'll head down for a weekend you know so there's yeah. always some reason. Some reason
0: you on. were aware then of the way the Cork scene was developing over the last three to four years? You were keeping an eye on it.
1: Yeah, It's cool to see actually like there's mm-hmm. some... Obviously like we're kind of blown away by bands like God Alone when they first, mm-hmm. when they first came about Grief Eater played a show with them and they fucking blew us off the stage like I was
0: like what the fuck I'd want to go on after uh, yeah yeah we're, we're fed up of praising him on this show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but no uh, yeah, I'm like no. yeah, like a fan now talking in circles at like this
1: band. point really there's some good things there's some good things popping up
0: mm, I, I can't talk. wait for The Greep's new EP as well that's yeah that's I like the sound
1: of that I like the sound of that and I think that's the lads from Procession as well that I recorded the two uh, brothers um, and John but, yeah, Murphy was,
0: as well with Faroon yeah, and
1: that Faroon stuff has just come out too. So Yeah, it's,
0: yeah. It's, a, it's a great time, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. It's uh it's one of the few times it's been difficult to keep up with it all. Mm. Yeah, Which yeah. It seems great. to be nearly kinda of going back to the way it was now. Yeah. yeah, when you had a spattering of bands who actually never played with each other or you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When we used to play like you play gigs with
1: like Hope is noise and yeah of a there was a real crossover of
2: all different types of bands playing together there was like- never a gig with just five metal bands it was always oh. five hmm. different genres you know yeah. and that had its pitfalls as well i guess but yeah it was cool. yeah. it was uh it really spread influence across things which was kind of cool yeah. i think you're seeing yeah. the result of that today
1: i'll lead your so. face and yeah, yeah. give a shout out to barry
2: boy, <laughs> handsome barry. Barry. He was supposed to be here for for this uh, for this we chat. We offered him
0: a shitload of cans, but
2: but uh, it's his it's his birthday today, so happy birthday!
1: More well, bagging, uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I was wondering, alright, yeah, I was expecting to see the, the head here, and <laughs> really it'd be, it'd that be a different podcast about... if Barry was
0: here. Oh my <laughs> god!
1: That ice bucket challenge video for the whole thing. Like, oh, oh my.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, but, uh, that question only, would have been
0: would have been way more relevant in relation to what trouble you got. Have yeah, you done, yeah. yeah. this is it. I was, it. Thinking I've, and, I've, I was, I was only
2: thinking of that on the way back. I was jamming earlier on, and on the way back from that, I was thinking of of the stories that we could probably discuss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Barry, yeah. It's, it's a very small list. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but uh, there's we no better man than Barry to to lay it out? Like, no.
0: <laughs> so Shawnee, if people want to get in contact with you, what's the easiest way to find you, my man?
1: Uh I just guess most people will contact me now on Instagram on last light recordings. Um same with the the Facebook pages, just Facebook.com slash last light recordings as well. Okay. Um Yeah, we we'll, like that's generally now Facebook is is most of the times I yeah. guess we get kind of messages on, but yeah, I don't have any. Again, I'd probably try and set up a website when when the new thing kicks off and stuff, you know what I mean? But yeah, if yeah. people look and get in touch, that's the best way. Yeah. And it's, it seems like
2: people aren't having trouble getting in touch with you anyway <laughs> because you're so <laughs> fucking busy, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, long may it continue now, you know? It's, uh, it's it's definitely a good period, but we'll, we'll see what happens over the next few months now.
0: So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, Sean had thanks a million for coming on the Metal Cell Podcast. Much no appreciated.
1: Thanks Great for, to see no you again. Take it
0: easy, lads. Yeah, as I said, check out all these stuff on social media and please subscribe to the show. It'll be on YouTube and as well as Spotify and iTunes. Thank you. Cheers.